Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show. Back at it again for episode 75, an episode that uh, is going to be a big one. It's going to be known for its hulking size and uh, surprisingly lengthy career, really, when you think about the overall skill set that this gentleman possessed. And I was surprised to learn that his career just ended like two years ago. Uh, Justin set with you once again, and with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John... Uh, you you got to give us... Sorry, John. John Cullen. Uh, an, an American-born player, sizable defenseman, yeah, known for um, hulking size. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, Mark Eaton. He fought Rick Rippon and lost. Boris oh, Hal Gill. Hal Gill. Oh, Hal Gill. There yeah. we go. Mr. Hal Gill. Yeah, his career was... Well, he wasn't very time. good. No, he, he was, was really big. bad, and he yeah. was on the Leafs for a long time. And uh, the Habs, and... Yeah. But he was, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I remember he was one day. of those guys that the Leafs brought in, being like, "Yeah, he had a seventeen-year career." Yeah, that's insane. I mean, he was fine. He won a cup, didn't he? I guess with so. Pittsburgh. Um, I thought maybe he won a couple because I thought he won. Yeah, he was on Pittsburgh in both of the years that they went up against uh, Detroit. Detroit. He would have right. lost and then won. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, <coughs> a career that started in 1997 and ended in 2014. That's oh, like yeah. very surprising to me. Um, well, I, I think he was like, he was just a serviceable guy in an era when you couldn't you teach size. Big. Yeah, if you're a big defenseman, you were valued. So I think that's just it because he's what Stefan six five six six something like that six five six seven two fifty yeah. So I mean. No brainer. He's six ten on skates. Uh, we're in a number range at this point where it's slim pickings. It's very the slim. Yeah. The well, we're kind of we're kind of some good ones. Yeah, though. except yeah. it'll be like seventy seven. Will be like five amazing players. Anson and Carter. Then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 88, 99, 97. All the nineties will be good. Yeah, the nineties are good. Yeah. yeah, the list on NHL.com that gives like the best player per number. Was Hal Gill the best? Hal Gill was the runner up. The player that it listed was. Walt Podubny. Okay, yeah. Great name. Yeah, great name. Is he very Polish name. Walt he is a great first name. Wore 75 in his one season with the Quebec Nordiques in 1988-89, during which he put up 78 goals, or rather 38 goals and 75 points. Uh, that earned him a trade to New Jersey, where he spent his final three NHL seasons as a part-time player. So, uh, By the way, Hal Gill's full name is Harold Priestley Gill III. Nice. <laughs> Two things about that. Uh, it should be Hargill if we're going for shortening the name. I'm pretty. That's a like East Indian name, Hargill. And, and yeah, and, s- and second, uh, the the three, the third. It's like Roman numeral, so it looks like his last name is Gil Ill. <laughs> Gil. And he nice. could have had the three on the back of his jersey, oh, yeah. and he missed that opportunity. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, that would have been sweet. Actually, how Gil Ill? Has there I ever been a hockey player like, that put a Roman numeral? Come on, I'm trying to think. How is Walt Pudubny better than Hal Gill? Like yes, he had one thirty-eight goal season. That's in the how late he's 80s. better than Hal Gill. Did but Hal Gill have thirty-eight points in his career? Yes, he did. I know he one. played seventeen years. Yes, I know. It's better than four. I'm joking. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think any Roman numerals are on an NHL. We were talked about the NFL. How there's a few. NFL yeah. has a few. There was a there was a player. Uh, 
um, who played for New Jersey, who just had like the most obscenely long oh, name. Oh, Pierre Luc Letourneau LeBlanc. PL three. Yes, we've yeah. talked about him on the yeah, show. Yeah, before. classic. Yeah, uh, that's but, a great name. But no yeah. numbers on the back. And of he that also had a fight that lasted are. like three minutes once. Yeah, that's that. what he was kind of known for. He had this one fight with I want to say like Cam Jansen. Yeah, well, I, that was, I think it was Cam Jansen. When Jansen that's what I had in my Louis. mind. Yeah, yeah. I and, think and it was Cam Letourneau Jansen. Was with yeah, but that and that Cam fight, Jansen was a beast. He was too. a piece of shit. Yeah, as well, big time. But uh, and he played for New Jersey too. Anyway, that's enough hockey trivia. Yeah, we've started. We started last episode like that too. I like that. I liked liked uh, Justin's complete lack of enthusiasm for the opening titles off the top. He's we just uh, recorded a bonus episode uh, (laughs) where we watched the movie Labyrinth, and uh, Justin's been a real grumpy Gus about it. So this is hour three of recording. Yeah, but we've done. We've done like six hours. Yeah, we've done marathon sessions before. Typically, we do that. The normal episode first. That's true. So I think we, we switched the order up this time. So it'll be interesting to yeah, kind of see uh, how this ends up sounding. I thought but. that it would be watching a two-hour movie second seemed like the bad idea to me. I guess, but like technically we watched Russell Madness second. Though that was only like 75 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to and we also before. knew like that it was going to kind of be pretty amazingly hilarious and yeah. bad. Whereas yeah. Labyrinth, I don't think any of us knew what to expect. And it wasn't I mean, it was fine. Well, it's like also it's like a half decent movie. So it's yeah, like, like it's, it's not all, like it's a serious on the half. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's a serious movie though. It's not like a, it has seven point four out of ten on IMDb. I mean, so if you're curious, you can you can sign up uh, to our Patreon and donate uh, five dollars a month or more, and you'll be able to yeah. listen to this labyrinth episode. Where I will just say. Uh, I went on a Rule 34 message board. If you don't know what Rule 34 <laughs> is, it's uh, it's a rule that uh, if any here any there's any there's porn of anything basically anything you can think of any character there is porn there's porn of that's rule 34 so i found like a message board for it or like a deviant art style thing that's just for rule 34 and i found a lot of i mean you could there was a lot of stuff it was wikipedia for rule 34 essentially yeah and i mean some of the stuff we found i'm gonna credit you guys you helped me out there uh was just absolutely filthy and disgusting and i'm kind of mad at myself for just having it on my computer and in, in my because i didn't wow. even do incognito mode for some stupid reason <laughs> uh Speaking yeah, of, I'm really, yeah if, if you i'm curious to know what kind of targeted ads are going to show up on like your side panel on facebook as a result of this yeah, oh like duck-sized anal beads <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it's not going to be good it's a little, of, uh, it's a little preview though like for the body pillows if Speaking you want to figure out the duck-sized anal beads joke you have to uh, donate to the to show. Donate to the show. So five dollars. Uh, yeah. This is Jesus so I, I'm on the IMDb message board for Labyrinth, and uh, this is good. Uh, this is not really that funny. The topic itself is the is is it weird that I find David Bowie sexy in this movie? Which I don't think it's that weird. It seems like he was. That was kind of like the point. Kind of the point. Yeah. But this is my favorite. From uh, I'm a Bowie babe is the uh, name of the person responding to this original uh, question, and she writes. I'm 11, and I also think he's very hot. <laughs> All capital letters. I missed my generation. So, yeah, instead I mean, she's stuck with like Zayn Malik. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, I don't understand. Like, I'm 11, and my IMDb message board name is I'm a Bowie babe. Uh, it just seems a little bit. Hey, I don't think she's a lot. There's like, there's like, gra- yeah, I think it's like a lot who are going crazy over like One Direction. All right, why do you think they're doing that? I don't know. I'll make the rules, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. Because they love the music, or because they're just some good-looking boys, and and girls are into that from as early as like seven. 
What? What are you? Ta- where? Where are you going with this? I'm just saying, like, 11 years old having a crush on David Bowie's not that weird. Like, yeah, you're talking about seven year olds. <laughs> just, what is? Yeah. Sorry, it's just that girls are into boy bands in that way from a very early age. Uh, they might like the music when they're seven. Yeah, seven, I think, is pushing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think they like. <laughs> I'm not saying they like know what sex is or whatever, but they might want to like cuddle them okay. or think, whatever. Uh, like we are this. This okay. is not an area that I want to. We should probably go into our sponsored further. content. Holy Christ! <laughs> At this point. Okay, this is a good one. I'm here just too. saying, having a crush on a celebrity when you're 11 years old is not weird. No, like, no, no, that's, that's no. fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but uh, just you, you said seven. Yeah, because it starts earlier than 11. Well, okay. <laughs> Let's. I mean. Do You're the one who's really sticking on this at the moment. Well, you should see what I stuck on in the bonus <laughs> episode. Oh, my God. Well, this has been a real good show. Uh, thank you, John Cullen. Uh, okay, this is good. This is also another good post. This is from uh, last year around this time. The question is, so this movie is about growing up. And then there's a long post about this, but I like this particular part where it says, the Goblin King is Sarah's ideal lover. Uh, and Sarah's 16 in the movie, so because they're saying the movie's and about growing life. up. We yeah. looked that up. And, yeah, in real life, yeah. The Goblin King is Sarah's ideal lover. He is mature, dark, mysterious, and gentlemanly, like AKA old enough to be your dad. Yeah. A lot like Bram Stoker's Dracula. She always forgets the line, You have no power over me, because she subconsciously does not believe that. Until the end, when she makes the realization that she has to stop living in her imagination and start living in the real world. She subconsciously makes up a scenario where her brother gets kidnapped by the Goblin King so she can deal with her vivid imagination and start growing up and prioritizing. That's definitely the message I got out of the puppet dance sequence that ends the film. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, doesn't she just embrace her imagination at that point? Yeah, ideal. The imagination is like, hey, if you ever need us, we're always just around the corner. And she's like, actually, I need you all the time. (laughs) And they have a big dance party. Yeah, and that's how the movie ends. (laughs) I think that's more a product of the movie being in the 80s, I feel. Possibly. Children's movies often end with like a big dance musical sequence also. It's like like when I rewatch, or sorry, when I watched The Breakfast Club, because I had never seen it. And then I I watched it like... I don't know, two years ago, maybe. And I was always assuming it was like this big, like, because obviously, you know, the like, don't you forget about me, like the big musical number. I'm just assuming like, oh, that's just going to be a huge part of the movie. It's the beginning credit song. But you're just thinking like, oh, this is going to be a huge seminal piece of this movie. Everyone talks about this song and this movie and whatever. And yeah, it literally just plays in the opening credits and that's it. I figured it was when he like throws his arm up, his fist in rebellion at the end and it frees I think it might play again at the end, but it definitely plays in the beginning when the parents are dropping all the kids off at school to go to Saturday detention for some fucking weird reason. You know what the message there is. If you... The, the parents can't forget that that's where the kids are. They need to come back and pick them up yeah, again later. Absolutely. I think, yeah. Don't so, what other movies ended with like dance sequences like that? Um, most most yeah. cartoon movies. Yeah. yeah. Most yeah. musicals. Especially yeah. most DreamWorks animated films. So yeah. Almost all I think, of um, the big dance sequences. I think Ra- Rashomon ended with like five different dance sequences. Thanks, <laughs> so for sure. <laughs> Nobody could remember which song was yeah, exactly. playing. <laughs> Mark Little had a great tweet about the difference between DreamWorks. Works and Pixar movies, and about how like the DreamWorks ones are just way more obsessed with songs. So like that's how you can tell the difference between a Disney 
or sorry, a Pixar and a DreamWorks. Also, movie. just pop culture references yeah, constantly. Exactly. And the DreamWorks. There's the DreamWorks face. Yeah. Have you seen like that? The, uh, smirk. the, the photo collage of the DreamWorks smirk. Yeah. Have you seen that, John? Uh no. DreamWorks smirk. But yeah, let me see here because it's pretty. F- all it's of pretty all of DreamWorks' heroes are like the most smug pieces of shit imaginable. Yeah, the DreamWorks face. Oh my gosh! Well, that's I guess hilarious. they included a Cars one in there for some reason. But that's I guess nice. Cars was the most DreamWorks like of all the Pixar movies. Oh, definitely. So. So yeah, he says, uh, yeah, DreamWorks movies are great if you like Pixar movies, but wish the fantasy creatures knew more about top 40 music. Like if DreamWorks had made Toy Story, there would have been a scene where Woody saved the dinosaur and said, I'm bringing Rexy back. (laughs) 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 I was like, yeah, that's uh, that's perfect. Well, do we have any donors to thank? Uh, Well, we're talking a lot about movies here, fellas. Of course, you can't buy tickets to the movies on SeatGeek, but you can buy tickets to anything else that you might need on everybody's favorite app for buying or selling tickets to uh sporting events or concerts fuck yeah uh i still haven't bought my run the jewels tickets yet but run i am the jewels checking fast. the run app the, run the jewels fast i am run checking the, the, run the, the app the, run, the, run the jewels fast to see how the stock market is fluctuating well i'm pretty sure aren't there just tickets available yeah there are okay because they when they moved it there were more tickets yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but before i agree I was you should get the well but i sold out you sh- they've this prices have probably gone down i don't know that like i'm i'm torn now between my desire to see that who of an act who I believe is putting on one of the best live shows. Run the jewels right fast. Now. Run the run the, the run the, the run the run the jewels my fast. My hatred uh, of the worst venue in the city to see. Oh my god, P and E form is so bad. You know who I've seen at P and E form? Some forty one. I saw Modest Mouse there, and oh, they he may as well have not been singing because you just couldn't hear the oh. vocals. You know what the worst uh, concert venue in the city actually is? What? Uh, Where? It's the, it's the landfill. It's the city dump. <laughs> the transfer station. I don't know. Yeah, no, you could go to a P&E show. P&E Forum is pretty bad, dude. Have you been to a show at P&E Forum? Uh, I've been to like a hockey game. There. No, that's not what I'm saying. You can hear the hockey. Yeah, players. but it's not. It's not. You're thinking of Pacific Coliseum. P&E Forum. Oh no, that's right. Yeah, P&E yeah, yeah. Forum is like an airplane. Yeah, hangar. yeah, yeah. Right um, next door, right. where they keep like animals. And the stuff. worst yeah. uh, origi- it's or, original BC place. I saw the Black Eyed Peas perform at a Grey Cup oh, halftime right, yeah, show, yeah. and you couldn't hear a thing they were saying. And I was there with my grandpa. That's probably for the best. And my dad and my grandpa was just like, "What? Like, what the fuck is this?" Like, he didn't because he was a good Christian man. He didn't say that, but like, you I, know, it's super. He must weird. have been so confused at that point in his life. My buddy Dino Archie, very good comedian, is from Vancouver. Or is from LA originally, and spent splits time between LA and Vancouver. And he did a show in LA, and Taboo from Black Eyed Peas was randomly there, and he just posted a picture on Instagram of him and Taboo, <laughs> like. <laughs> this is the weirdest. You know who I'd like an Instagram picture with? Tattoo. Ah, all the things she said. All that thing thing she said running through my head. Well, I think they're head, like running in through my prison. Head. Head. No, probably, right? probably like being named to the Trump cabinet this pretty soon. No, I was. They're gonna be in. Like, I don't think. I, if if it'd be interesting to read up on them now, because like realistically, like well, they're I mean, probably not allowed to do their thing. I'll see if in <laughs> Russia, right? What wow. make out with each yeah, other? Yeah, that was their whole thing. They made out in the rain. They like were kind of fence. like lesbian, but not really. Oh, they did a video in 2016, and I they're think, kissing in this video. I think they did some. I think so. I don't think they live in Russia anymore. I think they. I vaguely remember this. Isn't this like something against the Russian like anti-gay laws? I have no idea, but this is a. Okay, they, well, they, they look exactly the same. Yeah, uh, yeah they're good, nice looking ladies. They're yeah, so they're just kind of I don't know what any of this is, but yeah, they're showing a lot of 
Well, that's just the old kiss, I think, from the... Maybe. No, this the is... All the things she said. All the things she said, all the things she said. That's all right. We're closing on that song. Yeah, well, if yeah. Tattoo were to come through town, you Great would song. buy tickets, of course, oh, on the SeatGeek I would mobile love app. to buy tickets on the SeatGeek mobile app for Tattoo. Because uh, I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I will instantly find the seats that I need for this weekend or any of the games this season that I want to go to or any of the shows, as the case may be. They have 758,000 likes on Facebook, and uh, their singer had cancer. <laughs> okay, well that, that's. I mean, you didn't have to what say that. Uh, is she? How is she doing? She's fine. She's fine. She beat cancer. But there but, was a mistake yeah, during surgery. But mistake during surgery damaged her singing voice. Okay, well, so this is like sounds like she depressing. got a sounds like she got a really raw deal. But with SeatGeek, you always get the best deal <laughs> on you every ticket. Yeah. Wow. Did he price save it or did he make it worse <laughs> for you by searching multiple ticket sites? Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on there is given a grade based on value. They call it a deal score, and you will immediately yeah. see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy there is backed by their 100% guarantee, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with full confidence. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to buy tickets on SeatGeek this weekend because nice. on Saturday night I will be going to see the Arizona Coyotes play the Tampa Bay Lightning. Got a prediction here for you. Come into the Real Good Show inbox, email, Gmail inbox this week uh, from admin at SeatGeek.com. Uh, subject, tattoo cancer joke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it was fine. I mean, she has cancer, but... No, she had it. She beat it. She just can't sing anymore. Yeah. No, it didn't say that. Yeah, it's it said it damaged her it singing yeah, It didn't say for... It doesn't say it's, how that much. That was kind of the implication. It didn't of the say article. how much. Well, the advertising people at SeatGeek may be concerned about where our ads are going, but you don't have to worry about the tickets you buy there because they're, of course, guaranteed to be legit. Do we tell them about our and promo code? And best of all, our listeners get $20 off uh, on their first purchase, a $20 rebate after you buy your first tickets. Absolutely. Uh, all you need to do is download the app to your phone, go to the settings tab, click add a promo code, and enter the promo code REALGOOD. Real good. And they will send you $20 after you've made your first purchase. 20 bang. Either an e-transfer or a check in the mail. Check so download the, mail, the SeatGeek baby. app today and enter the promo code real good. Real good. Let them know that uh, Let them know, baby. That we sent you. So we that sent they you. know that this is not a valueless yeah. thing that they're doing yeah, for us. We don't fuck it's around. Not. Of course it's not. It provides I, us with great comedy content. And great value. Yes. In the sense that they pay us to do it. Yes. <laughs> So it's great value, but for we us. like the app is good. Yeah. Also, well, of course, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, 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 of course. Which is why, like, we're not out here shilling, I don't know, catheters or whatever. Oh man, do you think? I would okay, definitely just, shill a catheter. Okay, uh, if it was good though, but that, please, I don't know if I want to try it. Kurt out. Schilling has a podcast. He needs to name his ad segment Kurt Schilling. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, uh, definitely. Holy uh, Christ! But we do have one. Do you Listener. suppose when he's relaxing at home, he calls it Kurt's chilling? <laughs> no, he probably just says I'm just like hanging out at home. Yeah, why would he? S- that's fucking ridiculous. Why would he say that? Because it sounds like his name. Yeah, but why? Uh, no, but mine makes sense because he's doing a pun. Like he's, d- it's a podcast. That's where you do. You don't do pun. Do you do puns in real life? Just like regularly. Kurt's chilling. You know, I've. He's chilling. Like on the couch, like just, chilling. You know what? Just go. Just do the Patreon thing. Do you I'm think so um, he is? Do you think chilling. like when Kurt Schilling visits uh, like a town or like a, a city in Iowa, that he ever says like, "I'm Schilling in Cedar Rapids." I don't get that reference. Oh, uh, that's the the Hillary Clinton <laughs> yeah. Vine. Is uh, it a Vine? 
It, I mean, it was a speech for right, a student mind. Yeah. In any case. Uh, Interesting. Do you think yeah, his favorite actor is uh, <laughs> Kurt Reynolds? Oh, like that it was Bert, though? <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't, I mean... Do you suppose that uh, if he Reynolds? was born a uh, hundred years ago in Britain, he would call his coins Kurt's shillings? Do you? Uh, what if his fart shilling? When he goes, <laughs> when he goes to the dentist and gets his cavities uh, taken care of, <laughs> do you think no. he calls it <laughs> Kurt's shillings? Well, that just rhymes. That's not a pun. <laughs> Shilling rhymes with so many things. <laughs> Kurt's filling. <laughs> uh, when he sends his receipts to his uh, to his accountant, Kurt's filling. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> when he's out there farming the fields, Kurt's filling. Kurt's filling. <laughs> you know what happened when he got Kurt's, when he got Kurt's filling? It hurt the, the drilling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I said, did I say fart shilling? <coughs> did I? I yeah, That's I said good. fart shilling. That's um, good. That sounds like a kid's song to beware of going to the dentist or like a kid's book. Little Kurt Schilling went to Kurt, get a filling. Oh my God. I think we. Oh. <laughs> Whenever he's like grinding up like herbs and spices with a mortar and pestle, <laughs> do you ever think he's like. <laughs> Kurt's milling. That one, that sentence didn't even make sense. Do you ever think he's Kurt's milling? Shut up, okay? I found one part of this episode that I'm going to enjoy. <laughs> one part? Well, I'll probably Holy. like one good thing do you, later. Do you on think too. when he uh, oh he rolls up into like a little lint ball on someone's jacket, he's Kurt pilling? <laughs> oh my god. This is just horrendous. <laughs> like did you hear that he did the uh, did you hear that he did the mannequin challenge? It was Kurt stilling. <laughs> uh, did you guys hear that he defrauded the state of Rhode Island out of millions of dollars? No. Yeah, no, he, he did. Oh yeah, yeah. he did. Video he had, like, game a video company. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm crying a bit here. <laughs> Do you think if he gets murdered, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if he gets murdered, it will be Kurt's killing? <laughs> Kurt's killing. I mean, yes. I mean, I guess technically. It, but, it uh, would have to be. Yeah. Do you know what his uh, favorite <laughs> desert accommodation is? What? Yurt shilling. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when he goes out to the bar, flirt shilling. Oh, definitely flirt shilling. Oh, okay. This is, this is enough of this. <coughs> but it was a good run. I <laughs> ah. We have one on, uh, on How about on, uh, on when he's uh, got his barbecue on the 4th of July? He's uh, it's burger <laughs> shilling. <laughs> well, the uh, kind of tricked you guys there. I thought I was gonna say uh, Kurt barbecue. Kurt's barbecue. Kurt's grilling. Well, that was yeah. Why would I say that? Well, if he was grilling wieners, I know he's doing burgers. It I could said. be so that's why it was grilling. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because that's a very common abbreviation for hot dogs. For Frankfurters. Huh? Let's just pull the fur. Let's just throw the fur. <laughs> throw another fur on the grill for me. <laughs> I'm a regular fur grilling. That's going to be my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a regular fur grilling. <laughs> uh, it's like really late at night. <laughs> Second episode of the night. Oh, so I'm much crying. Better than the last one. <laughs> I'm going to uh, 
this summer that's going to be my bit. I'm going to pretend not to know what hot dogs are <laughs> and only refer to them as spurts. <laughs> John, how many hot dogs do you want? What? What's a hot dog? You know, it's like a like a like a sauce. I don't no idea what you're talking about. They show you the package. Oh, a oh, furt. furt. <laughs> I'll have two furts, please. <laughs> Hook a brother up with some furts. <laughs> two furts and one jur, please. Oh. <coughs> All right. I'm well, crying. I'm, there are tears all over my face. We we did. <laughs> oh, have you heard uh, that <laughs> Johnny Cash cover hurt shilling? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he t- he made it his own. Yes. Like you, you listen to the nine inch <laughs> nine inch nails version, and like it's it's like two different songs. He has the most like rhymable name possible. <laughs> we could be here comp- all night. Oh, I, oh, I got one. Uh, <laughs> I got one. Uh, fart shilling. That that wasn't. I like that we were like, oh man, we just recorded like an, an hour and forty minutes watching this movie, and there, we just recorded an episode last <laughs> Thursday. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> like, oh, we'll figure it out. Ten minutes of Kurt Schilling puns later. Oh, not even Kurt Schilling rhyme time. Yeah. Uh, do you know what uh, powers his wristwatch? Quartz Schilling. <laughs> they revealed the. Wow, that's bad. They revealed the full <laughs> names of the puppets. It's uh, Bert Schilling and Ernie Sanders. <laughs> For, the, the second one has nothing to do with Kurt Schilling. <laughs> He's done. He's Bert, Bert Schilling and Ern Schilling, I think. <laughs> they're not related. They're not Ern. brothers, are they? Ern Schilling. Yeah, they no, are. they're gay lovers. Let's uh, rule thirty-four. They don't look shit, right? anything alike. They don't look anything alike. They're, they're not, not brothers. brothers. They're not even the same skin tone. They're gay lovers. Well, Everyone let's, knows like it. I said, let's see what rule thirty-four says. <laughs> Bert Schilling and Ern Schilling. That's not Bert. Oh, that there's okay. definitely going to be pictures of Bert and Ernie banging each other in well, this rule um, thirty-four, or whatever. Oh, this is a this is a classic one. Well, well I mean, uh, that's probably enough. Kurt Schilling. This is actually yeah. for a coloring. Book. Oh my god. <laughs> it does actually look like it's for a coloring book. Although you Jesus figure if Bert's, if Bert's gay, he'd do something about that eyebrow. Oh, well, Anthony Davis didn't. He trademarked it. I know, but is he gay? No, but he's like a he's a basket. He still no, like cares that, about his personal. I don't mean to sound harsh. I just feel like that would be like it'd be more of a grooming. Well, maybe usually, Ernie likes it though. Right? Usually, gay men are very attractive and very like. No, but there's together. like bears are like hairy yeah, true. And bears. Like, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, true. True. Um, very more we've come, we've gone. I just uh, Kurt Schilling. Well, yeah, I'm done with Kurt Schilling. I just wanted to also let you know. Speaking of names that were recently revealed, uh, the famous, of course, humanitarian and like UN Canadian famous uh, <laughs> Lieutenant General. Uh, his full name was recently revealed to be oh Romeo Mustelaire. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. I like that. Um, Why, where did you come up with that I from? I came up with that earlier today. I mean, it's like completely I need to unrelated. Say it now. I have to say it. I mean, Romeo are we, so must Del is, is the is the well dry, or does it need some Kurt refilling? <laughs> I think I'm through. I'm oh through that God. that stretch in my life now. Where <laughs> Justin's done with that spurt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, we do have one donor to thank this week. Yes, God, and I've been trying to do like that for so long, and it's over. We're, they're never gonna so, donate again. So let's thank this person thank right now. But much. first, we got to hear the theme. Oh yes, we definitely, <laughs> definitely got to hear the theme. 
Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All, all your names. names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. <laughs> and in this case, I don't think this guy's parents gave him this name. No. Well, maybe they did. Well, I suppose I mean, it's anything's possible. Anything is possible. Mortimus donated nine dollars and sixteen cents. And what's the significance of that donation? I, sixteen for Linden, maybe. I don't know. Nine. I'll I'll look it up. Nine sixteen. Four. It's the area code for Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's maybe from, he's, uh, from Sacktown. From which oh, now that is a segue. It sure is because our clip into of Taffer the Tracker. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Sorry, I fucked up the segue. Uh, well, do you want me to do the segue? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Justin, what's the segue? Our clip of the week this week <laughs> comes to us from Sacktown, uh, where Boogie Cousins is being asked quite a lot about what his future holds because he could possibly uh, head elsewhere as a free agent. Uh, but, of course, uh, he's being asked if he'd like to stick around. And he's not shying away from it. You know, usually guys... Specifically, hockey players, I think, will kind of be like, well, you know, whatever happens, happens, and I have always enjoyed my time here, or whatever. Right, yeah, it's usually very proper, and they never want to rule anything out either, right? So yeah. They, you know. But uh, not the case with DeMarcus Cousins. Boogie is having all kinds of fun with it, uh, and this is, this is just quite simply a great clip that speaks yeah. for itself. Absolutely. DeMarcus, there's a lot of conversation about potential contract extension for you this summer. Is this where you want to be, Sacramento? Yeah, I love Sacramento. That's where I want to be. Y'all want me to be here? Hey, Lane. Hey, Lane, you want me to be here? Can't hear you. Say it a little louder. Did you say you always wanted to be here? I asked you, did you want me to be here? Yeah, yeah, yes or no? <laughs> the, spotlight, the spotlight's on you. Yeah, hello? Uh, no come. Okay, we're Andy. Andy, would you like me to remain here? <laughs> this is not my call, but I would say for me, I would say no. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> guess what, people? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh. That was aggressive. The guy saying no as well. Is yeah, like, that's, yeah, he's the real star of the show there. But like, was he? You don't see his face. So yeah, like, I couldn't he, tell if he was he joking because obviously he's, he's on like a first name basis with Demarcus and like. But he like, did. Andy, what do you think? And he, Andy's like, I would say no. And that kind of sounds like but a joke he's to me. An excellent player, like you know, and it's yeah, not yeah, like they're talking really about player. trading him for significant assets for a time in the future. Haven't they been talking about trading him forever? I mean, uh, yeah, he's his been his name has been in trade talks for like at least two seasons yeah. now. But uh, I will. I want to say thank you to Mortimus again because I didn't actually personally thank him. Yes, and I feel. As and he was mortified that you didn't. Are we still in funds? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> don't stuck. make a, don't make a more to fuss about this. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it takes uh, that's some serious stones on that reporter to be yeah. like. I, I wish thought, you would to leave. To me, honestly, it sounded pretty serious. Like he was because he kind of was like. Well, I would norm because doesn't he say I would normally say no content, but no uh, no, sorry, no comment. Yeah, but uh, that's just the first half hour of this show. In this week, case, I would no have to content. say no. Yeah, exactly. That's every <laughs> show we've ever done. Can you believe you've done seventy five of these fucking things, and it's like over like well, easily not counting over the bonus episodes. Yeah, so, we've done yeah. easily over a hundred hours of this dumbass show. 
It's great. And Thank you guys have, for listening. Yeah. We do, people have listened to every single minute. And which. there's a lot of people recently like starting from the beginning, too. So, so we'll see them in like <laughs> yeah. maybe a couple months, months well, and a half. I, I do want to say this because we had a guy today who found who was listening to an old episode from like end of 2015. Yeah. Where I think, I guess one of us was like, well, you know, if you're listening to this in 2016, whatever. And then I was like, yeah, and if you're listening to it in 2017, go fuck yourself. And then he was listening to it today and was like, Oh, Steph told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> so if you're listening to this in 2019, suck my dick. Please. He's going to be I single mean, by then, and he will want his dick sucked. I mean, not. This is, I mean, what? I'm just assuming that's what you were saying. No, no. I'm, I'm, I meant it in like a rude way, not in like a sex way. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess anybody listening to this at any point is technically listening in the future, though. No. That's true. We're listening now. In the it's like the Mitch Hedberg joke. This is a picture of me when I was younger. Yeah, every picture is of you when you were younger. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, hello in the future. I hope it's nice. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> it's this is late. It's not, so it's not even that late. It's late. Com- well, the you know, we've been recording for a while. We have been recording for a while. So there is that. And I um, appreciate you guys doing this. We're only doing this because I have to leave for Phoenix on Wednesday. Yeah, but we do have a, a returning segment. We do week. have a returning segment. Because you'll be returning segment. after your trip. I will be returning. And this segment is returning. I kind of did the segue backwards there. I guess, yeah, that's fine. Um, it's no problem. Play the theme song. He's just a common man. You get a $10 raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass window. How do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend this? I'm sick of you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. He's a man. I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. Uh, yeah, no, we haven't done a Taffer Tracker uh, since Chris's episode. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Because yeah. I don't, th- we didn't do one for Ryan. No. Uh, yeah, but Chris's Chris so, episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. So as as usual, I will type in uh, John Taffer into Google News every so yeah. often, and usually like nothing comes up. Um, but this it's one, this, this from is like a week ago. Yeah, January sixth. Um. Uh, a bar that was famous from Bar Rescue shut down four months after rebranding. I don't know if it's clear. So it rebranded twice. So it was originally called the Tonic Lounge. This is in uh, Oregon, I think. Uh, Yeah, Willamette. Yeah. Yeah. So Willamette is... uh, Near Portland? uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Willamette Valley is like... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So it was called the Tonic Lounge. And then uh, John Taffer came along and rebranded it. And I haven't seen this episode, um, but this sounds like the worst... Rebranding, I've maybe like See, it's this, worse than corporate bar, and but grill. it doesn't seem like he necessarily did this rebranding. No, but he did this one here. This is the one I'm talking about. Oh, he so did it was, give it that, yeah. Theme. So it was oh, called okay. the Tonic Lounge, okay. Oh, he did, and do this John one. Taffer uh came along and rescued it and re he gave it a, an apocalypse, apocalypse theme, uh, which I don't know how that would even work. And then he renamed it Panic Room colon Caution High Volume Bar. Sure. That is not a name. No. So I, that's not good. And also, like, I don't. I mean, because I, I feel like John, John has talked about. Uh, that's the Pierre Luc Letourneau Le Bond of uh, bar names. Yeah, well, I feel like John is ha- he because he talks about, and I'm sure most most bars talk about. And here's the. the, the su- yeah, oh my god, this is Christ. funny. I guess they did this afterwards. 
caution, dumb sign, rad venue. So they were so pissed about the rebranding that they put in the marquee, caution, dumb sign, rad venue. And the sign is dumb. And you can put this on the blog, I guess, or we'll tweet Absolutely. it out. But it lit- it's just panic room. And then underneath, caution high volume. Then off to the side, bar. So I don't know if it's panic room, bar, caution high volume, or panic room, caution, high volume, bar. Who knows? Well, you need bar on the sign. Otherwise, like, I would People think that's like know. an escape yeah, room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a very loud escape room. I think that... Uh, In any case, it shut down after rebranding as The Raven, uh, which is better than because caution. It's a lot quote, better than panic The room. Raven. Nevermore. Nevermore. Exactly. Uh, pan- and that is the first line of the The Raven is Nevermore. <laughs> the Panic Room one, because you, uh, you, you need women in your bar. Yeah. And uh, I don't know of too many women who are like, where are you going tonight? Oh, we're going to Panic Room. I just don't know. Well, Jodie Foster is going there yeah. from time to time. That's about it. Yeah. She's trying to make contact, but it's just not. Uh, I don't know. That's Kristen it. Stewart also in that movie, I think. Panic Room? Yeah, she's the daughter, I'm pretty sure. It's possible. Uh, apparently, when it was still called the panic room, the staff would answer the bar's phone as the penis room. <laughs> so they really <laughs> hated the rebranding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kristen Stewart. It's like her first big movie. Wow, that guy really hated it. I like that quote. You can go back to the top there. They're like, so were you behind the bar's name change? The guy says, I felt very strongly that the name Panic Room needed to go away immediately. It's a shame that such a great venue is operating with such a horrible aesthetic. Damn. I mean, I guess like with the corporate bar and grill thing, it was like, well, it's a really stupid name. But the bar also sucks and it was really stupid before. And this sounds like it was kind of like a cool punk bar to go to. Right. And then they just like totally fucked up the branding. Yeah. Well, they used to have a ton of patrons and now... Every night, Forrest Whitaker, Dwight Yoakam, and Jared Leto were trying to break in. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you just reading the Panic Room villains page? Well, I've That's seen no, the film, yeah. so oh, okay. I know Forrest, what I happens. forgot Forrest Whitaker was... Yeah, I knew Jared Leto. I haven't yeah. seen it. And I for- what else totally forgot about Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> That's my 2017 bit that I've never seen any movies. I'm, I'm, never I'm, seen I'm off the no drink. It's pretty good. Just Panic Room. It's pretty good. Never seen Panic Room. High voltage caution bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, or whatever it's called. But yeah, high voltage the, the, was cranked. The too. picture is yeah, so funny. Absolutely. Like just the name. Or of high it. volume, Such a sorry. terrible name for a bar. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and yeah, so we'll post that on on Twitter, and you can see it. But yeah, we haven't done the Tavern Tracker for a while. So well, do you, does yeah, he go, come John. up with all of the names himself? It must be like a team of like writers yeah, or have, like, you know, designers what, well. or whatever. But he has like final say, I would assume. So yeah. I guess this is the um, you know this was like the. I'd love you to know, see the, the survival th- chapter of the bar science uh, manual that he was going through here, the apocalypse theme or whatever. Yeah, I'd, I would love to see the big reveal of that episode, like when they all turn around and see. What I know the bar I need to see like, this episode now because people were probably just fucking furious. Yeah, that's it, what it seems like they like. hated it immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I need to see this episode now. I gotta catch because it's I've a bit weird. The past like few episodes, so. I've seen shows like restaurant shows. They typically don't change the name or anything like that, right? Like those. Rest- Restaurant makeover shows, like yeah. like Restaurant Impossible or any of ki- uh, Restaurant Makeover, like it's just the people all have to kind of sign off on the changes and sort of say like, "Hey, oh my God, did they seriously serve food on like metal?" Yeah, trays? they did. So it was a prison apocalypse theme, and they served them on like metal prison cafeteria trays, and it looked like shit. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus! I would. <laughs> Why never did go this bar fail? Yeah, no kidding. Okay. That's crazy. Well, that's really funny. I'm glad we could catch up with uh, 
the Johnny, Tampa track. Johnny there. T. It's been yeah. a while. Willamette so. Week. Thanks for um, hooking I us up. I feel like I can't openly make fun of this on the TL because he'll unfollow me. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah. I should check and see if he's even still I was going to say, me. do you still have the follow? This, this could hurt. Um, <laughs> if he has unfollowed me. John Taffer. Oh, you follow each other. That's all I wanted to see. It's beautiful. Baby. We're good. It's beautiful. Uh, so play, we got to play the little closeout. Of yes. Course. Yeah. Thank you, John. I'm gone. Good night. We'll see you some other time. Uh, do we want to talk about sports for a little bit here? Sure. Today? Um, I haven't really been following the NFL, which gets well. I I was gonna say we probably shouldn't if we're gonna do the three questions. Yeah. Because they they always take a while. I'm but. just you know I don't know NFL playoffs whatever. They happened. There was a nice catch. Uh, you know uh, what? Let's do this good, right now. We do it. We have, we have actually that should have been the clip of the week. No, no, no. we have a, uh, a I've, we do have a second clip of the week, and it's Aaron Rodgers talking to his father. And here it is, right now. That was heartwarming. That was topical. Heartwarming that was, stuff. That was good. Good topical. That good show. topical joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, some minor controversy. I uh, the Aaron Rodgers clip we should have played was someone asked him. In the post-game press conference, they're like, uh, is that the best throw you've ever made? He's like, no. No, I made better runs than that. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. because Well, he, the throw itself wasn't that. Yeah, because like, I mean, it was it was a nice wrist throw, but yeah. like it was just, it was so funny because it was like immediate. Like yeah. it, was, it was just like, no, 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 I've made, I've made better <laughs> ones than that. Didn't so. even have to think. And that yeah, was the, that was the only game worth watching too. So. Oh yeah, and it was an awesome game. Yeah, really good game. I'll, like I'll probably watch the Super Bowl, but I, like the NFL is just evil. Like, well, it's tough when you got uh, yeah, you got Tom Brady, who's a possible Trump supporter, very questionable guy. Ben is a well, you know, uh, sexual abuser. Uh, you got Rodgers, who doesn't speak to his family. Oh, he's still uh, a charming man. Matt Ryan seems Matt fine. Ryan, yeah, Matt Ryan's a good dude. I'd, so I'd guess say that like I'd Atlanta. put the problems probably on the family. Like, Rogers seems like a pretty good guy. Well, spoken like a uh, true worshiper over here. <laughs> That's just because you know him. You're like, oh, no, well, it's, like a, it's probably the family's fault. Uh, seems long-time like a time listeners will know Justin fucking loves Aaron. He's, like, obsessed with Aaron That's Rogers. true. <laughs> Am I? Yeah, you do oh, bring yeah. them up Our all long, the time. Long-time listeners will know. Yeah, that's true. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Long-time listeners <laughs> will know. No, that is actually true. I do actually remember that. And uh, yeah, I think you, like our first five episodes, you, yeah, we like were like, man, talk- we have to stop talking about Aaron Rodgers. You don't remember when this whole when we were called Rogers Good Show? <laughs> that was that was not related to Aaron. That was trying to get some sponsorship <laughs> money from Ted. Oh, okay. Didn't work out very well. Roger, well yeah, because you spelled it with a D. <laughs> Actually, shit, I never realized that we have a terrible, uh, like we could be the Roger Goodell show. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, that's not Yeah, it's that, a bad show. Uh, there was a spot of controversy in hockey writing over the weekend. I missed so this. So close but, to yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. Day also. Yeah. Uh, the puck stops here, who's been a notorious piece of shit in most of his takes, <laughs> finally really, really went too far in his blog on KuklasCorner.com. Oh, God, yeah. From which he was fired immediately after this <laughs> post went out. I didn't know Kukla's Corner was still around. Uh, he, Me neither. He wrote that uh, the all-star selections this year uh, were not correct. And a lot of people have had this take that, you know, there's a lot of players who've been named to the All-Star game who don't deserve to be there, namely Jonathan Taves, who kind of sucks and is there on reputation at the moment. Uh, but he instead decided to focus on some other gentlemen who are not having their best career seasons, but certainly are great players and wonderful personalities who deserve to be at an event that is largely marketing-driven. And these gentlemen are P.K. Subban, 
as well as Wayne Simmons, as well as Kyle Ocposo, and uh, Seth Jones yeah, for Seth Nashville. Jones. Yeah. And uh, these four gentlemen all have one thing in common. They're all they very black. good hockey players. They the, black. The best players in the game. They're black. And he decided that this was racially biased, that the NHL was purposefully excluding white players to force <laughs> some sort of diverse agenda it's just yeah. insane it seems, it's, it's se- insane to even begin to take this approach well the funniest part was his main uh objection seemed to be with kyle Ocposo. that seemed to be his main one i mean he was mad about all well, who's of it going to be rasmus Ristolainen? well no he yeah. was arguing that it should be ryan o'reilly who drove his car drunk into a tim hortons <laughs> so i mean i mean it doesn't get much whiter than that no it fair. certainly doesn't at all so yeah, I don't know. It's just so odd. Like, yeah, I just don't know how those articles ever get published. I, d- I just don't understand. Well, like, no, how can uh, you sit there? Kuklis apparently, because you can pub- the bloggers were able yeah. to publish them themselves. Directly. Oh yeah, yeah. And so Kuklis apparently said that he was working on something else and then fell asleep and didn't see it till the morning. That's why it stayed up. Right. For so long. And it's Seth Jones for Columbus. I said Nashville. Yeah, yeah, Columbus. That's right. Uh, it's Columbus, and of course he argued that Jones has not been as good as Wierenski. Uh, but who fucking cares? Yeah, it's yeah, the All Star game. Like I, I'm yeah. not gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. No. and in the case, like in any case, like you, you might have a situation where another player was selected but said, "I don't want to go." Yeah, who knows? Ultimately, like to say that these guys don't belong there, like fucking, come on, like. P.K. Subban is one of the best players in the world. And the most entertaining. He's the exact type of guy you want at an all-star game, almost no matter what. He's going to be the guy that makes you tune in to watch the skills competition. Totally. Although they did get rid of the shootout, because why get rid of the only fun thing that exists in the all-star game? Yeah, but I just wanted to highlight the fact that this guy was extremely fucking stupid. And he got fired. And he got fired, and that was sweet. And I also love that someone photoshopped the Kuklis Corner logo with an extra K. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it does. There's a lot of Ks in there already. It was nice when bad things happen to bad people. Absolutely. Like this guy getting fired. I or like the uh, Blurry Seagulls getting lit up for 19 <laughs> goals on 44 shots this yeah. week. We saw a good, uh, I, it was Stefan, before you got here, we saw a good tweet where a guy broke it down because he was like, okay, well, they had six power plays. They only went one for six on the power play, which means they scored 18 goals in 48 minutes at even strength. And so that means they scored a goal every 2.6 minutes. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Well, the Surrey did better on the power play, which is really funny. Yeah, two two power play goals. <laughs> But I mean, uh, the these, other these two right. teams play again on Thursday, which I'm sure it's just shocking just that the coach lopsided. still has not been fired. He's been so replaced, actually. Oh, has he? Yes, okay. but he's still the general manager. And oh, okay. uh, just before they lost 19 to three. And by the way, Trail also had a 20th goal that was waved off <laughs> for goalie interference. Ah. Uh, just before this happened, they traded both of their top two defensemen at the trade deadline, and then. The GM in question went to the press after the trades and said, uh, like, just threw these guys under the bus instantly. And we're like, we're glad they're gone. They were more concerned with scoring than playing defense. We have forwards who can (laughs) score. No, we need don't. defensemen to defend. And then they lost 19-3. And then they lost 19-3. to That's So really good funny. luck with that. I will say that... Uh, I just love it when bad things happen to my enemies. So that was like my own personal Super Bowl this weekend. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> I uh, I spent a lot of time uh, 
in a, in a class last week and uh, there were some junior B players in the class and all of them were expressing how they like avoided playing for the Eagles. Like they would rather play junior B than play for the Eagles. That's pretty common. I think out there yeah, these right days. now. Yeah. For the sure. seagulls. Sorry. Yeah. The blurry, sorry, blurry seagulls. seagulls. My apologies. Uh, we do have some good questions yes. though. So let's take a peek at what is in this week's mailbag. Top three questions of the week rather. <laughs> Yeah, you. that's two weeks in a row you've botched that. Well, you know, you say it one way for 60 episodes, it becomes hard to change. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. What are the questions this week, Stefan? Uh, we've got one from Aaron Mackay, who I think was on... Last week or the week before? He, uh, week he won, I think, one of these weeks. Week before. Yeah. Uh, and this is another dream question. He said he had a dream about us. And he asks, this is kind of for John, why didn't John fight Dangle in my dream that I had two nights ago? Okay, so this was crazy. So obviously those of you that tuned into the show last week uh, understand <laughs> that uh, I, have a, I have an enemy. And I set out to have an enemy for this entire year. And somehow in the first week of January, the entire thing exploded and he's now my number one enemy for life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what happened was uh, Steve Dangle, uh, I'm not going to say any more about how much of a trash pile he is, but uh, Aaron Mackay, longtime listener of the show, messaged me. So Saturday morning, I wake up, Aaron, uh, Aaron sends me a message on Facebook and uh, he says to me, and I'll just pull that up uh, right now if I can. Yeah, here we go. Uh, just a very bizarre situation. He says, uh, okay, you're not going to believe this. He sent this to me on Saturday at 8.55 a.m. And I woke up around 11. He says, you're not going to believe this, but I dreamt I was at Steve Dangle's house last night. You guys were taping a show there, and it was the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. I shouldn't have <laughs> eaten cheese before bed. Either way, I got there first, and fuck was it awkward. It was like talking to the podcaster, not him. And then when you guys arrived, you all basically sat around his terribly furnished townhome and had an awkward handshake. Something after you all left, I wound up jumping into nothing but boxers and watching the Seahawks game. That's when my dog woke me up. Might have been the most <laughs> fucked up thing I've ever experienced. Again, I should not eat cheese before bed. I responded with a big laughter and he said, yes, it was a super vivid dream. Then I went to check. This reminded me. I was like, oh, I hadn't checked Steve Dangle's tweets in a few days to see if he's found out that I've talked all this shit about him. <laughs> and that night, so the same night that Aaron had cheese and went to bed and had this weird dream about Steve Dangle, Steve Dangle tweeted before he went to bed that night. I'm the type of person who eats cheese before bed just to have weird dreams on purpose. So that is, that's weird. It's a very so strange having the cosmic, same dream at the same time. I have no idea. And people are having more and more dreams. I mean, maybe they're just admitting it now. They're not afraid to come out and say they're dreaming about us. I guess. Yeah, but that was that was pretty insane for sure. So why didn't you fight Dangle in the dream? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, it's kind of Aaron has to ask himself. Yeah, that, I right? don't know why he's asking me. That's I like mean, when uh, and I've had this happen before with people where they'll get mad at me for something I did in their dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like girls. Yeah, like if you well, cheat on them and you're in, if you it's cheat like, well, on that them, wasn't in, me in their that was dream. A dream. That's definitely yeah. happened before. Like you have to apologize yeah. as if you really did it. Yeah. And it's hard to apologize because you're like, sometimes. I didn't you're do like, oh, anything. Like, oh, you, oh, 
I'm kind of mad at you right now. Why would happen? Oh, you, well, you were having sex with Rachel McAdams in my dream last night. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, so- sorry. So what? <laughs> can you tell me more about about <laughs> it? What was, uh, you know, like it's just a hard thing to actually feel sorry about. But um, I'll say that I don't, I, I wouldn't imagine I would ever fight Dangle. I'm not really a man of fisticuffs, but I have seen him skate. And if we fought on the ice, I have no concern about beating the shit out of him. Okay. Okay. Because there he you can't, go. He can't skate. Well, uh, he d- he doesn't know. He skates probably like that uh, that we are engaging in the suit, but his listeners certainly seem to. Oh know. my gosh, yeah, they definitely they, know. They uh, read it. Well, he has Reddit. a subreddit. Someone make us a subreddit, please. Yeah, his subreddit yeah. is filled with people who are discussing our our little thing, and they were all like, "Let's teach them a lesson by going and making this their most listened to episode ever and then disappearing so that they know that it was just because of him and that nobody actually cares about them. Well, the joke's on them because that is our least listened to episode <laughs> ever. Or maybe the joke is still on us. Probably. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, joke, I think yeah. the joke's kind of on everyone. Regardless. In that case. Yeah, I think Regardless. All of us, yeah. <laughs> they were just n- ripping our show for being, uh, you know, not all that great and something that nobody's ever heard of. Listen, a lot of people have heard of our show. A lot of people like our show. Our show. I know like five people personally who listen to us. Our show is very popular with like actual sports writers, and his show is very popular with people who masturbate to deviant art. So different well, strokes okay, for I different think, folks. I think it's okay? kind of like, like bad timing with all the shit I've been doing. <laughs> This episode and the bonus Rule episode. Rule thirty four. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's unfair. I think it would. More, it's more like his fans are all like seventeen years old. I guess. And we can just leave it. And at also, that. for the record, I do like Pokemon. I play Pokemon Go every day. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to defend your love I of just, Pokemon. I just don't talk about it all the time because I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, anyway. Yeah. You know, I think we, we don't have to rant. If you rant every episode, then it kind of ruins, you know what I mean? Yeah. It like takes away from it's the... It's not special. Exactly. 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 And so speaking, of, uh, speaking of sports writers, let's hear what Nick Kiprios has to say about Steve Dangle. Graceful. I think Steve Dangle and his rant, he doesn't come across anything but a big loser. And, and <laughs> <laughs> so that tells you all you need to know about how sports writers <laughs> feel about Well, Nick Kiprios can't well, write. No, but, uh, well, he... Still probably has, writes the things that he's he a speaks. sports talker. I think the page is pretty blurry when he tries to yeah. write. So he had the really bad concussion. That's, that's what yeah. I was referring to. Yeah. Question uh, two. This is from Franklin. Sorry, who had the first one? I got to put this on. Oh yeah, right. Of the course. Got to get him on the list. This here. is from Frank Nevenin. Oh, Nevenin. long time listener. No, Nevenin is Nevenin. correct. Yeah. Uh, and he asks, and this is again topical. If you were one of Aaron Rodgers' long lost family members, what would you do to have him talk to you again? <sighs> I mean, what would what, you do if your son was at home crying all alone? Like what? What are what are his family members actually doing to try and? To feed yeah. To well, what happened? Like no one knows. Well, so I think his dad was like, "Hey, Aaron, football sucks." <laughs> Aaron was like, what? "You got a big head." You know, I play football, right? Like for yeah. a living. Yeah. And no, he's I, like, I, "I know." I'm just I bought your telling house. you. I bought your house. Football man. fucking sucks. They didn't really because his brother. Uh, one, I guess. Do you call it winning? Was that the brother that was that played for the Lions? Uh, I don't. Yes, uh, I think so. Yeah. And he w- he was on the Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and he won, quote unquote, won. He he got JoJo. Yes. And uh, he kind of just said on the his show, Super Bowl. That was his Super Bowl. The yes. JoJo Bowl. The JoJo. Yes, exactly. The yeah, the JoJo Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me, but it definitely <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> I won the JoJo Bowl. I mean, I guess he did he get did. a ring. He, he got a ring. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so they, uh, 
the funniest thing about that because I I I don't watch the show actively, but uh, my uh, my former girlfriend definitely is a big fan, so I saw some of it. The funniest part was well, Jordan didn't really say anything. He just sort of said that like him and Aaron don't really talk, and Aaron's not really close with the family. Mm-hmm. And then when they did the like meet the family thing, they had seats at the table for Aaron and Olivia Munn who he's dating and they didn't show up and they didn't show up and I'm like okay they knew that they were not coming like that was just solely the producer yeah it's like a TV show yeah. they're like well they, they might, maybe they'll get here like 10 minutes before we start shooting yeah the producers were like no let's let's drive this wedge further let's really because like they did an interview with Aaron's dad before the game this weekend he's like yeah we haven't spoke since 2013 so like I'm pretty sure he wasn't like nah they might show up for I the bachelor Olivia Munn would be a real sigh lock to be there oh my god that was very weak uh, that was like the worst x-men movie too <laughs> i haven't even seen it's it. so bad it's I really bad um oh my god. i would uh you know what i would do if it was one of his long lost family members i'd be like hey uh x-men apocalypse was really good um, apparently she is the problem like that that, that that's when they stop oh, really? talking well, or not that she's the problem but just that's the timeline that okay. when he started dating olivia munn he stopped talking to the family well i wonder like who his real beef is with if it's with his dad i don't i don't know okay is so there a also coming here? this seems like this might down. shock you i don't care well, if the dad is the problem, wh- wh- whichever family member happens to be the problem, in this hypothetical scenario, we'll say it's the dad. Sure. And I'm like a cousin or something. Is that who I am? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. So I come to Aaron Rodgers and Absolutely. I say, Roger hey, Rodgers. Hey, Mr. State Farm, let's take out a, a premium life insurance policy on dad <laughs> and then fucking knock him off. What do you say? I think he might be into that. Okay, but that's not. This <laughs> I don't think he would. This question that's was supposed like to be reuniting. Yeah, family. I was gonna say the question what, was about reconciliation. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. I'm coming. I'm reconciling by making oh, a plan. Oh, personally, I guess that's yeah. true. Ted, like he's the one family member is. <laughs> yeah, I'm the cousin. I'm like, hey, I mean, we're gonna be buddies again. We'll take out a life insurance policy and then kill your dad. Like the thing is, you could just do that too. <laughs> like you personally. <laughs> Be like Aaron, huh? that's uh. Want to bump off the? Yeah, old. Aaron Rodgers is like <laughs> desperately in need of like a zany <laughs> life insurance scheme. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't seem like the type of guy that is smart with his money at all. Yeah, I need to win the Super Bowl. I'm gonna lose my house. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, good for uh, good for them. I, 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 I uh, yeah. I mean, I would say just uh, you know, do what I've just ha- be yourself. Do how I've always done um, to solve arguments. Just throw on the old corn records and get her done. Yeah. Take care of your issues. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say just uh, like with most of my problems, just kind of ignore them <laughs> until it's like l- not, it's like doesn't go away. It's like less of a problem. Right. And there, or there's like a bigger problem that you're like, well, I, well, I don't care about the other problem. Like, yeah. I have a bigger problem to worry about now. So just like get, uh, if like Aaron Rodgers became like terminally ill, then it's like, well, now, like, this is, like, my big problem. Now, you know I, hope, I, mean? now I hope he has the life insurance yeah, policy. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's that would be my advice. Um, I like it. The illness. Uh, so, question number one. Okay. It's from at the Slug Life, Jeremy. Jeremy. And he asks, it's for all three of us, if you could be a Hall of Fame. Oh, I would assume so, yeah. If you could be Hall of Fame excellent at, at an everyday task, what would it be? Uh, A.K.A. what are you dope at on a day-to-day basis? In my regular life. Extremely good. At. I think we've answered something similar to this before because I seem to recall talking about this, but I would love to be able to always 
um, make like if I throw something in a garbage can, make it in the garbage can no matter what. Like whatever I'm. No, but I think from he's. He, I think he's asking you like, what would you be a Hall of Famer in? If like you, now. But it's saying if you could be excellent at an everyday task, what would it be? It sounds like. No, but see, cause but then the second part, yeah. I guess. What, what am I dope at now? Like t- tweeting. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd be like a second ballot Hall of Famer. For for tweeting. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, they'd, they'd be like, well, you know, up, he, he got verified sure. when it was like easy to get verified, and like he didn't really do anything in like real life. But yeah, like he did the the tarot card tweet, so we'll uh, we'll let him in. Yeah, so that'd be my thing. Fair. Yeah. The tarot card tweet. Yeah, you know the one. I, know, yeah. I, don't, I can just say that. Hot you air fucking know what it is. Hot air balloon stuck. Oh, give me a break, lines. John. Are you fucking serious here? <laughs> I don't know. You don't, you don't know the tarot you know what, card I'm tweet. Just, yeah, just say what's your show, whole name. This show's over. He, no, he knows what it is. He know he's you know what it is. Our listeners, no, I just thought, our I, listeners certainly know what. I it just is. thought it was fucking hilarious that you that you named your own tweet. I didn't name then, it. Well, I'm gonna say read like, the whole thing. Well, well no, but you're like, you know, oh, you don't know my fucking tarot card tweet? Yeah, no, it's the tarot card. Yeah, tweet. fucking bitch. That's what do you wish you were better at? I you think, think that's your best tweet? Is that your most retweeted tweet? I don't know if it's my most retweeted. Yeah, I don't think it is. Uh, but that's my favorite one. That's your favorite that's one. That's the funniest one I've ever written. You think so? Yeah. Okay. That or, um, I like the one about the lunchbox wanters. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. I think that was. I like your. Ga- let's I like just like say all my good tweets. Let's I like the right Gatorade now. one. That's a classic. That's as well. probably my favorite. <laughs> this is. I feel like shit. By the way, say it, like I feel like a fucking asshole right. Well, now. that's why I was making fun of you because you're like, no, yeah, the tarot card tweet. No, I know, but that, that was that? like kind of semi making fun of myself. Oh, I got sort you. of. Okay, okay then, deal. You know, but, but uh, yeah, no, the Gatorade tweet's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, let's okay. We, we did the top three. We may as well just go ten. Yeah, I don't actually know anymore. We don't. That's a joke. It's okay. I mean, that's you know, that's fine. Those are honestly the only ones I know. Like later on tonight in our message, you'll just send them into the the Facebook. I don't know. It'll probably it's probably like some kind of like oh poopy diaper big penis pp and then you get like four thousand retweets well, that's like or my, whatever. my early work yeah exactly yeah uh but yeah what about you guys um my best tweet of or all masturbating. time uh, or masturbating or no masturbating would be i'm like just I'm joking masturbating i don't I'm have the best tweet of all no time. but hall of fame everyday ta- everyday tasks that i'm like masturbating yeah well you've well, definitely there was cleared another one that, that said which would you episode. which would you like to be great at also. well it was That's kind of both of he question. wasn't very clear with his question yeah we'll he go says, if you could be a hall of fame excellent at an everyday task what would it be i think be? you might say like a hall of famer at a task yeah. that you're already good at so oh. for me yeah. it's uh tweeting or jacking off okay or sh- i'm good at shitting too yeah i'm not good at that yeah i struggle shit every day it's strong well, shit sometimes game. twice a day um and it's mostly like solid you're an elite pooper I I mean I guess I yeah I I would yeah I would say so. Ever do it on cars? Uh no, but we uh we may be talking about this in a later episode. Yes, <laughs> soon. There's definitely well, we talk about it in like on. every episode. So, but not, we there might surprising. be some anyway. There's things happening there's, there. There's things in motion. There's here. things there's brewing. Some, something there's happening there, and what it is ain't exactly clear. Uh anyway, <laughs> what's your thing you're good at? Okay, Buffalo Springfield. Uh, that's the name of that band, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's a city. That's two cities, actually. Well, if I could <laughs> pick a task to be <laughs> elite at, I would probably pick, like, chopping vegetables. Chopping broccoli. Yeah. Like, but what are, what are you actually Like, dicing that, vegetables. If I was, like, way faster at dicing than I currently am, it would probably make my life a lot easier. So I wish I could be that. But actually... You wish you could be dice? Nobody can be <laughs> dice. Um, <laughs> what am I elite at? I don't know. Audio editing, I'm pretty good at that. 
Fuck. You two are both a joke. <laughs> oh, you know, my tarot card tweet. <laughs> yeah, but then I said jacking off and shitting. Yeah, I know. But that doesn't that doesn't excuse your earlier behavior. No, it, it does, actually. No, it doesn't. Well, it does. I'm really good at editing this uh, show. So. He is, though. He edits I the d- fuck I out know. of the show. I know. He well, is. so what's your thing, Mr. Just for Laughs? Day to day? Yeah. I, I mean, know. for you, comedy is day for day. You can no, say that. No, no, no. Teaching? I'd say, like, driving. Okay. I think I'm pretty good at driving. I'm a pretty good investigator, also. I drive That's a lot. Weird. Yeah. I would give that to uh, Tom Hanna and Michael Hudson, though. Uh, but they are. Hey, I'm the chief, all right? <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the point man on this investigation. <laughs> are you? <laughs> I don't feel like you are. No, you, but you're, you're, de- you're delegating. Thing. He, he is <laughs> delegating. Holy Christ. I broke this case wide open. I'm you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Holy Christ. Boys, a little sensitive tonight. Both so, be a little fragile. I don't know. I like I'll jacking say, off uh, and pooping. I'll say driving. Um, <laughs> this sounds, I feel like I'm good at showering. Like not like I don't know I don't know how you can be good at it but I just I'm I have a nice morning shower it's like a good clip get everything clean I think you're extremely efficient I'm efficient that's, that's I'm all. an efficient yeah. showerer yeah but yeah driving probably is is up there for sure I would say I'm really good at texting while driving <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just joking uh, but yeah no it's yeah, good good, uh, yeah. good questions this week yeah yeah great questions as always we Thank learn you. a little something every week. Don't we? Yes, exactly. Yes. We learned that Stefan is secretly <laughs> giant-headed as a massive ego. I think we knew that already. I thought you were talking about you. I have an, like, I'm publicly giant-headed. I have a big head. That's true. You do have a big-ass yeah. head. Privately giant-headed also. Yes. That's part of your <laughs> masturbation routine. Exactly. Yeah, that's yes. true, too. Yeah. Well, medium-headed. Well, we can do the, the good Well, can you thing. even see your head most of the time? It's buried under that massive foreskin. Uh, no, I, it's uh, partially <laughs> retracted. Oh, sorry. Partially <laughs> retracted. My bad, yes. Uh, I like that we're making jokes about the Labyrinth episode, and it'll probably come out like three weeks after <laughs> this episode. Well, well, no, but it's forcing them to download it. Yeah, so. that's true. No, that's I'll true. try and get it out by Friday. We'll see what happens. Beautiful. I don't care. Live, uh, your, live, your, live your dreams, man. Well, that will do it. Yeah, well, we'll go from there into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. A lot of people love each other. The world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, this is like a thing where, like, a lot of people dislike this, and I did too until I, I like researched <laughs> it a bit more. But um, I uh, like Scientology. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> what you like it? No, well, if you like, okay, so all the people who say <laughs> bad things about Scientology. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of them. Of course. Um, if it actually turns out that, th- so they're the bad ones, and Scientology. Like, if you so, if you read, if you listen to the, if you go go to the, there's a church of Scientology downtown in Vancouver. Okay. So if you go there, uh, or if you just you look online as well, there's some, there's a few websites. Like, so the the people who say bad stuff about Scientology, they're the bad people. And Scientology is good, and I like I had it totally backwards. Because you see these documentaries where it's like, ah, Scientology is bad, and they abduct people, and they, but that doesn't, that's not, that's not the case at all. Really? Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad we sorted this out. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't know what you're laughing about. Yeah. This is like, this is my, yeah. I, my one good thing can be a religion. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what? Okay. Did we, I mean, it's usually a video game. I guess, yeah. But yeah, no. I, I, used, to, I used to go to the so UCB. So you're, sci- you're a Scientologist now? I mean, I'm working to, like, yeah, I bought the book and, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not, like, you look at, other religions are wacky as well. Like, you know, so I, I don't get why there's all this, yeah, I don't see what the problem is, personally. Interesting. So you listen to, like, but, the so the bad... But don't Scientologists kind of like, uh, like really prey on like the weak, like the weak at mind. Well, no, that's what I that's what I thought at first as well. And then they loved me. They were like, "This, oh, this is great. Interesting. He's gonna give us money." I see. Uh, Aren't you worried that you're gonna lose all your money to it? No, but it's not like no, but it's like an like you don't say that with the stock market. You're gonna lose like like you invest, and it's just good. Like you feel, I feel happier. So you know? you're investing in your soul. Yeah. Well, no, that's. I mean, that's, that's. I mean, that's kind of a. It's one way to put it. But I would. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah. But aren't you like nervous that you know your your own finances will no longer be in order? No, because I think when I'm happier, I will make more money. Oh. Is how this. It's my understanding. Oh, that's, caf- that's what cafe kinda, pays you on a like mood. No, but there's other stuff basis. going on as well. Like it's it's this whole like they're just helping. They help a lot. It's, so I think they're very. So you're saying when it comes to Scientology, you're a real Kurt Willing. What What are you talking about? Like you're really willing to be a Scientologist. You're real Kurt. Yeah, willing. but I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to be. I mean, I'm trying to. Yeah. So it's I, not. Well, are we gonna be able to continue to do this show with you? I, I, I don't. I. It makes me. The show makes me happy. So yeah, I but think like, so. what if the sh- what if the your people call tell you that we are suppressive people? I can't see them saying I, like, that why about would they, us. I mean, let's say if they did. Yeah. I'm. Would you stop doing the show? I would. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Wayne Gretzky's to. book. Yeah. I like Wayne Gretzky's book. It's a good book. He wrote you a should, book. Yeah. You should read it. It's called Stories of the Game. There Wayne, you go. Wayne Gretzky. And what's your good thing, Justin? Uh, well, I've recommended this show on my own Twitter. It's before. a hockey history book. Yeah, cool. yeah. It's actually like a like he goes back through hockey history and tells stories about hockey and then kind of how they related to his own career and in some cases stories directly about his own career. It's really good. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah I like who it a lot. who like Shadow wrote it for him? Uh, Kirsty May something. Schilling. Yeah, Kirsty May Schilling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She. Justin, it's good though. You had a show. Um, Sorry, yeah, on your Twitter. Well, I saw a hell of a wrestling match this weekend between right. Kyle O'Reilly and El Fantasmo, and Kyle O'Reilly will probably be in WWE very soon. But I want to recommend El Fantasmo because he's amazing. I don't think he's very well known at all outside of Vancouver. It's a great name too. He's like our own special boy, and we love him. And hopefully he goes. But far I thought he was getting a call amazing. up. Amazing. Thought he was getting a call up or something. LP? I thought I heard that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly definitely. Well, is. I know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I hope so. He's definitely good enough for it. He yeah. should be on NXT. Yeah. So to recap, but our one I'm good thing this week, we've I'm got <laughs> El Fantasmo, a book by Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky and The Church of Scientology. I yes. really want to recommend, though, a podcast from oh, CBC. Oh, here we go. Oh, you're doing the double. That I've recommended on Twitter double. before. We actually kind of did a triple. It, it is like the spiritual. Because he recommended Kyle O'Reilly, too. <laughs> it's the spiritual successor to, like, Serial Season 1. It's a Serial Season 2? No. It's... Uh, someone they did knows a season something. two of Serial, didn't it they? It sucks, though. Don't listen to it. It's yeah, terrible. Well, it's an awful chore. Okay. 
Okay, well, I uh, all right. Uh, someone knows something. It's the name of CBC's true crime podcast, and the first season of that was kind of boring. It was about a kid who disappeared uh, at a lake in like 1975, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, maybe he wandered up to the road and got abducted or hit by a car or something," and they they took the body, uh, or maybe he fell in the lake and drowned. And ultimately, they don't know what happened to him. They dredged the lake a couple times, and they never find a body. Nothing nothing comes of that season. It's okay. kind of interesting, but pretty boring. Uh, the second season of Someone Knows Something is fucking excellent. It is about a missing persons case from, from Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, this like kind of white trash couple who get engaged live on public television yeah. on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve 1997 okay. into 98. Uh, and so they get engaged on live TV, and then two days later, January 2nd, she's missing, and she never turns up again. Oh. And he's the prime suspect. Yeah. And he's adamant that he has nothing to do with it, but he's also extremely uncooperative with trying to find her. Interesting. Like, over the past 17 or fucking 20 years that she's been gone, yeah. he's spoken to police for 30 minutes. So he definitely did it. Yeah. And this investigation is like trying to put the larger details of this case together. And the people who are in the show are real people who are part of like these people's lives and their families or whatever. Uh, They are just like the most salt of the earth, stereotypical, like trash Canadians imaginable. And it's wonderful. I love listening to it. (laughs) It's so fucking good. Uh, I'm excited every single Sunday night when a new episode comes out. So if you're looking for something to listen to while you wait for another one from us, definitely check out Someone Knows Something, season two from CBC. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is no one. Our producer for the Patreon episode, anyways, was Jessica Sands. Uh, our intern are the fine folks at SeatGeek. Promo code REALGOOD. If you like the show, please support it on Patreon. Patreon.com slash show. Uh, review it. Rate it on iTunes. That always helps, Join our of course. Facebook group. Join our Facebook group. Follow, follow us on, on Twitter. Twitter. Tell your friends about the show. And I think that's it. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Shilling. Scientology. Hurt grilling. Oh, or God. fucking furt grilling. God hurt, damn it. Hurt grilling. Furt. I uh, I was going to say Scientology, and then... Uh, the shilling was kind the of the, the longer... Was, was, that was the bigger through line, yeah. I would say. So uh, that's why so, I went with that so, one. Yeah. So you fucked up. Yeah. I did actually join the church. Of All the things you said running through my head, running, running through my head, running through my head. All the things you said. This is not enough. Bert Grilly. Surprise, I keep asking myself, wondering how I keep losing.
Okay, where Andy? Andy, would you like me to remain here? <laughs> this is not my call, but I would say for me, I would say no. Okay, okay. Well, guess what? <laughs> guess what, people? I'm here. <laughs>